Hi there, my name's Ross Crawford and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. Well, I've been away for a week, but I'm back and our first guest is uh, Sarah Leeson. Sarah, um, welcome to the studio. Thank you very much, Ross. And now you're, wow, you, you're in the beating heart of Redditch, aren't you? At the <laughs> Ecumenical Centre and uh, you're a church and community lay pastor. That's right. But you're much more than that, aren't you? Do, do, you, do you want to tell me... Everything that happens at the Ecumenical Centre. Okay, so uh, the Ecumenical Centre is one of the hidden gems, I think, of Redditch. I couldn't Um, agree more. Lots of people don't know it's there, um, but we've been there for 40 years, 42 years, in fact. The Ecumenical Centre opened in 1976, um, and it came about because um, in the days uh, when the town was being redeveloped, Uh, The Congregational Church, Redditch Congregational Church, which was situated in Evesham Street, was compulsorily purchased by the Development Corporation um, and um, they were seeking a new premises. At the same time, Bates Hill Methodist Church, which was sort of up behind... um, where the fisherman's catch is. Well, it's yeah, where, to, where, to, where to, the funeral directors on Bates Hill, surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. Um, they decided to sell their building and combine with the Congregational Church and they wanted a town centre site um, because they wanted to keep the church presence in the town centre. So the Development Corporation, as it was at the time, offered them um, a town centre site, unfortunately on the second floor of a building adjacent to the Kingfisher Centre. That's right, you're on Evesham Walk, aren't you? Just as on the we way are, into the We are, we are. We've got just our, our, our sort of facing out um, part is um, is just a doorway between Ladbrokes and the Halifax. And we look like the entrance to another car park. But actually, if you take the 42 steps to the second floor or the lift, we have a lift, um, you will find an amazing community centre and church. Um, and everybody says it's a bit like the TARDIS because you, you think it's going to be a very small um, built, um, set of, of rooms, but actually you go in and it sort of opens up um, and we have a huge amount of space there. That's right. It's like a suite of rooms, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, we have a number of offices which we rent to various uh, charities and organisations. At the moment, we've got Carers Care Line, Victim Support and the Disability Support Project um, are renting offices from us. The the um, criteria for renting offices is, is that it has to be organisations which offer help and support to other people. We also have a series of rooms that can be used for counselling and we have various organisations coming in, such as the Worcestershire uh, Rape and Sexual Support sexual abuse support service. Yeah, so that we've been doing that for 40 years, but there's also um, a, a large hall area um, where we have a toddler group once a week. Um, it's even got a badminton court on it, so we have a badminton club that comes in. We've got indoor bowls, who are now there twice a week. We have um, various exercise groups, including Tai Chi, which looks wonderful. I'm going to do that one day. My, my brother's a Tai Chi instructor, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's like slow dancing, oh, I think. Oh, really, it looks very relaxing. That's very popular. <laughs> Um, And then we have um, a coffee bar area, which is open Monday to Friday, uh, 10 till 12, and which is increasingly well used. Um, We went through a bit of a lull, but we probably offer the cheapest tea and coffee in the town centre. So come and find us. 
Um, and there's always people to talk to. Are really people comment on the on the atmosphere of the place. It's friendly. It's welcoming. You're under no pressure to move on. You can spend all morning there if you want to, and quite a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, I was there yesterday. For uh, we were there for Auntie's Kitchen. All right, yes. This new initiative. That's on, right. That's on, on Saturdays. Bre- <laughs> breakfasts from around the world. Indeed, yes. And uh, I think it started off with the Malaysian breakfast. That's right. That was it. Launched last Saturday. Yeah. And it's on the third Saturday of the month, I think. I believe so. Yeah. And somebody told me there's a Persian breakfast coming next time. Oh, there's all sorts going on. Yeah, this is a new initiative. So you'd um, which is a, a group that comes in. And we have the flexibility to do that. Saturdays, um, we used to have a coffee bar, but it's increasingly difficult to get volunteers. But now we found it's an opportunity to invite other people in to do fundraising breakfasts or something completely different like Auntie's Kitchen. So the Scouts, uh, for example, uh, do big breakfasts every so often to raise money. And I know, I've, been, I've, enjoyed, <laughs> I've enjoyed the Scouts' big breakfast The there. breakfasts are very good, I have to say. Um, but if you were in yesterday, you'll have also probably noticed that we had a large table of people um, that had come together and that's um, a group called Ending Loneliness which was started um, by a guy called Steve well it was started originally by Age UK um, and then one of their helpers a guy called Steve Franklin uh, they were meeting once a month and it was for an opportunity to bring people together who were lonely and isolated in the community particularly older people um, and it was once operating once a month. Steve decided it would be good to do it more often than that. So he now um, facilitates it um, once a week on a Tuesday. And it started with about six people. And there's now, uh, it can be up to 25 people. And it's brilliant to see the friendships developing um, amongst that group of people. And more people are coming along all the time. And we're happy, you know, to use that space, for them to use that space to do that, because that's part of our um, ethos, that everyone is welcome. God loves everyone, and so we welcome everybody in his name. And the more we can do to um, bring people together in community, that's what we're about um, at the Ecumenical Centre, which, of course, is part of Emmanuel Church. Um, and that's the other space within the centre. Um, we are a church. Um, we're a combined Methodist and United Reformed Church. So we're a partnership uh, from two different denominations. Um, and we meet for worship twice on Sunday at 10.30 in the morning and 6 o'clock in the evening. And there's also a weekday service on a Thursday at 11 o'clock, just for half an hour and that's a great way for people to step out of the busyness of the of the week and just to spend time with God. And if people are looking for a way to to gently re-engage with church or maybe engage with church for the first time, that's a really good place to start. Yeah, and the, what I love about the Ecumenical Centre is, like you say, there's two sides to it, aren't there? Yes, indeed, um, yeah. There's the community side, there's the church side, and they do meet... But they don't have to meet, do they? No, absolutely. We don't put any pressure on people to to um, to come into the church. We offer um, the services of the ecumenical centre um, as a gift, really, um, because we believe God loves people. Uh, but there's no pressure on people to engage with with church things if they don't want to. Um, if they do, fab. If they don't. 
that's everybody's welcome and you know the, the two um crossover but also run side by side yeah. i mean it's it's one of the great surprises it, it's almost jaw-dropping i think you walk into the the uh the ecumenical centre. There's the community angle there, straight away, right in front of you, and you you go along to your right, and then suddenly you're in a church. That's right. It's, it's amazing, isn't it's it? A, it's a very unusual <laughs> church setup. Um, we had some. I had a group of cubs, a pack of cubs, I should say, come in last Thursday night, and um, as part of their badge work, and I got them to draw a picture of what they thought a church looked like and what you would find in it. And of course, they all drew the traditional church with the spire and a bell and 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 things like that. And and so it was interesting to for them to then compare and to see that churches come in all shapes and sizes. And ours is a very very different model um, to, to to what most people would expect. Um, yeah, it's, de- it's definitely worth going up. Even just to take a look, isn't it? Oh, definitely. You know, and, and people can do that. We, you know, just come in 10 till 12 is when we're open. Um, we do have activities going on in the afternoons, but because our church office isn't, uh, centre office isn't open, then we have to keep the door on the lock because being a town centre place, we, we have to um, protect our, our um, tenants. Um, but there's lots of um, activities going on in the afternoons. There's bowls, I've already mentioned. There's a craft club, very popular, that one. Um, there's you, a Scrabble you, club. Steward, can, can I just interrupt you there? You there's can. a Scrabble club because there's also Radiate Redditch. Do you, do you want to you tell is. us about Radiate yeah, Redditch? Yeah, Radiate Redditch. Now, that's a project that started nine years ago now. Um, originally began um, as a response to the beast from the east um, and a group of of people from churches and from the community, um, including Nightstop, the charity Nightstop, wanted to do something about people who were sleeping rough on the streets. So we opened originally as uh, emergency um, night overnight accommodation for rough sleepers between Christmas and New Year. Excuse me. Um, Since then, the project has evolved um, and we we soon realised that people that were sleeping rough needed somewhere to go during the day as well as overnight. So we started opening uh, a daytime drop in and for eight years we operated daytime drop in and overnight accommodation. And that started up in Headless Cross, but fairly quickly relocated to the ecumenical centre. Um, and this year we ran our ninth project. And this year, for the first time, we didn't op- offer overnight accommodation. And that's because the council, in conjunction with an organisation called CCP, have done really good work in the last 18 months uh, at, at engaging with rough sleepers and helping them to move on. Um, so we didn't. So we felt that um, they could now take the lead on the overnight accommodation. But we still did the daytime drop-in. Um, we had an average of thirty-five guests coming in for hot drinks and snacks, hot meal at lunchtime, entertainment, and just the sense, the warmth of community is our is our tagline, and that's what we aim to provide. And we had over a hundred volunteers providing uh, supporting that project, um, and we did a full Christmas Day lunch, and we had twenty-four people. But not only that, um, we also, um, every second Monday of the month, we've extended our services slightly to run a community cafe. 
and that's um, is on at the Ecumenical Centre every second Monday. Doors open at six o'clock, and again we serve a hot meal, um, completely run by volunteers. Um, and again, we get about thirty people, and that's open to anybody, but particularly anybody who's lonely, isolated, vulnerable in the community. That's it. it's like a huge family, isn't it? The it community is. Community is your family. It is. It is. Um, family is hugely important. Of course, as in any family, we have our ups and downs, and it's not always plain sailing. But we aim to provide. Um, warmth and welcome and hospitality and that sense of community. Yeah, and it, it's strange. I was, like, like I said, I was there yesterday speaking to Steve, Steve Franklin, who runs the Connections yes. Cafe, and he's also launched a techno cafe as well, he was yes, telling Yes, he me. has, um, because he's, in, in chatting with his, um, the guests that come to his coffee group, he realises that, like a lot of us, um, they're having to engage more and more with technology to access services and to, to communicate, um, but they but they but they're really at sea with with some of the devices that that they're not alone. Believe you yes, me. indeed. No, I'm I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> so he's he's um, set up um, a, a session where people can come along and go. How do I? Uh, you know access this this particular thing how do i use my my tablet how do i how can i make the best use of my phone so that's a great idea yeah it, it's free it's it is ha- free it's free it's happening in march i believe it's been paid for by a community grant from councillor i believe so. anthony level and uh yeah people can just drop in they can they between can 12 and 2 that's right between 12 and 2 on a tuesday and get their tech sorted yes indeed so my good, I, I'm drawing breath here because <laughs> I'm just not tight by how much is, is happening at the Ecumenical Centre. Right slap bang. It must be about 300 yards, 300 yards away, do you think? 400 yeah, yards? Yeah, yeah, you could. From, you from could yes, you, could, you couldn't actually throw anything from here to there unless you were very good. But yes, you can almost see it from here. Um, so it, I, I say it is the great undiscovered gem. When I first started working at the Ecumenical Centre, so many people didn't know where it was. Um, so maybe we have to do a bit more to uh, to push ourselves out there. Um, but once you discover us, um, you know, there is so much going on. So please come in and see us. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah, you've been a fantastic guest. Thank you. Uh, I know you're going to hang around. We're just going to chat about a little bit of news because I know you're under time pressure. No worries. But we're going to cut to Claire, who's going to tell us all about uh, what's happening in Rage. And I believe it's uh, choirs at the Palace. So on your list of exciting things. So over to you, Claire. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Guide. Thanks, Ross. Yes, here are my topics of things to see and do around Redditch and Bromsgrove this week. Obviously, we can't fit everything in on this podcast, so do check out this week's paper for the full listings, and also they're all on our website. Starting on Saturday, the 7th of March, who's feeling energetic and fit? Well, you're in luck because there's a park run for International Women's Day happening at Arrow Valley Visitor Centre in Redditch and they want you to get involved. Now remember this is on Saturday, the day before International Women's Day, but there are lots of these parks running all over the world happening at the same time in 
every country almost. So sign up, take some selfies with the IWD Park Run hashtag, which is International Women's Day Park Run, and help the This Girl Can campaign created by Park Run partner Sport England. It's going to be great fun. Take a friend, take a relative, a work colleague and introduce them to Park Runs. And don't worry, I went last year and you don't need to run at all. You can walk, you can just turn up and support. It's all about International Women's Day and the camaraderie supporting each other so be there 9am at the Arrow Valley Visitor Centre in Redditch. Then on Saturday evening loads of things going on all over the place. An evening of honour at Chateau Impney is happening um, in Droitwich. This is one of my favourite places and this is such a great event. It's a celebration and fundraising event presented by Breaking the Silence. These guys are a Birmingham-based charity raising awareness for domestic abuse, forced marriages and also human trafficking. The main aim is to empower victims and equip them with the tools and resources to make changes and break the silence of abuse in their lives. It's a great organisation they're doing great things so do get involved if you can you can find out all the details and get tickets for this event on their website which is btsuk.org also on Saturday night, I highly recommend Choirs at the Palace Theatre in Redditch. This is the fourth consecutive year they've been doing this. And every year it just gets bigger and better. And it features an evening of music showcasing the talents of four choirs. They're all incredible. It covers many styles from choral to spiritual, traditional folk um, to operata, musical theatre, pop, rock, you name it. It's all in there. Something to suit everyone. It's a fantastic night. 7.30pm start get your tickets quick from the palace theater website for that loads and loads of live music also going on on saturday evening to mention just a few ricky cool and the in crowd they're going to be at Beely village hall in redditch 8 p.m steel wizard great local band there they're going to be putting on a show at the red lion in redditch 9 p.m there also on Saturday, I can't wait for this. This is Craig Ogden, the classical guitarist who's absolutely incredible. He's going to be here in our neck of the woods in Alfchurch playing at St. Lawrence's Church in Alfchurch, 7.30pm on Saturday night. He's the Australian-born virtuoso, frequently heard on radio, currently on tour across Britain. So seriously, if you love your guitar playing and live music, do go and see him. Tickets are only £20 and if you're a student or an accompanied child five pounds and you can buy them in advance from midlands infonia.co.uk or on the door subject to availability but i do think they're going to sell out because he's truly spectacular i can't wait 7 30 on saturday there Another great show will be with Robinson Stone over at Artrix in Bromsgrove on Saturday night. These guys are brilliant. They are three siblings with harmonies reminiscent of the Eagles and Celtic folk roots, all cocktailed together. In fact, they're being heralded as the new cause. Definitely worth checking out. I love their music, so do get your tickets for them from the Artrix. Midnight, Midnight Sun have also told us they're going to be putting on a live gig at the old Black Cross on the Worcester Road in Bromsgrove on Saturday night and signing off live music at the Oust House in Redditch on Saturday night. They get some great local bands actually. Do check out the Oust House. It's a fantastic place. Really great community of people who go there. And um, yeah, some fantastic bands booked in. The Oust House Redditch.co.uk if you want more information on that.
And also one of my favourite bands, Coldplay Alive, will be at the South Redditch Sports and Social Club on Saturday night. They tell me this is a unique solo tribute to Chris Martin and the music of Coldplay. Sounds fantastic. I love Coldplay. 9pm start there. You can just turn up and get your tickets on the door. Then on Sunday the 8th of March, if you're getting married or you know someone getting married, then tell them about this because it's the Avoncroft Wedding Fair at Avoncroft Museum in Bromsgrove, 11am until 3pm. And we do the wedding magazine here, so believe me when I tell you I know a good wedding fair when I see one. We go to the mall and Avoncroft put on quite the show and it's definitely worth checking out. Wedding fairs are always a great way to get ideas, meet local suppliers and Avoncroft itself is a stunning stunning wedding venue so if you're still searching for that special place definitely worth checking out. Also on Sunday there's another Geo Tri Redditch Duathlon happening at Abbey Stadium in Redditch. This time it's ideal for beginners, first timers wishing to experience multi-sports events so if you fancy a go check out the Abbey Stadium website all the details are on there for that. On Sunday evening, Lenny James and the Gator Squad, they're going to be putting on a performance at the Red Lion in Redditch. And don't forget, everyone's favourite, on Sunday night, it's quiz night at the Bell Inn in Aswood Bank. Every Sunday at 9pm, and Alan, who's your host, is fantastic. Just turn up with your most intelligent friends, of course, for your chance to win some prizes. A couple of picks for for next week on Wednesday the 11th of March Band by the BBC will be at Fairfield Village Hall This is Dave Clark's light-hearted look at the BBC's decision to protect us all from unspeakable harm Sounds like an interesting talk there They put on some great events at Fairfield Hall actually so do check out their website and Facebook page They've got some great things coming up And then on Thursday the 12th of March it's the Martin Turner and the Wish Bone Gold Spring Tour at Artrix. This is celebrating the 50th anniversary of the formation of the original Wishbone Ash, featuring full performance of Wishbone Ash's classic 1971 album Pilgrimage. Get your tickets from the Art Tricks website quick before they all go. And remember to check out this week's paper or our website for our full What's On listings. And also remember to let us know if you've got anything going on so we can let everyone know. Have a great week, everyone. Back to you in the studio. Wow, loads going on in Redditch this weekend and beyond. Uh, thanks for that, Claire. We're, we're back with Sarah from the uh, Ecumenical Centre. And uh, we're just going to chat quickly through uh, a few news stories that are going to be appearing in the in the Redditch Standard this week. And coronavirus, it's, it's on everyone's lips, coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a public um, building, we have to be uh, aware of, of steps to take. But, I mean, I just echo the, the advice that's being given about being, being rigorous in hand washing. Um, we have an excellent housekeeper at the Ecumenical Centre who is rigorous in her cleaning. Everything is cleaned within an inch of its life. So um, you, we've, we've got no worries about that. Um, we can't get any more hand gel. Um, I believe right. it's 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 completely sold out in Redditch, Ross. Is that, that right? That's right. We we sent a reporter around the town yesterday. Uh, all the chemists, all the shops sold out of hand gel and face masks. Wow, you know, it's yeah. incredible. And we checked on the NHS website, and just the advice is wash 
you know, use soap, use soap and water. That's right. It doesn't have to be hand gel. You can just use ordinary soap and, and hot water and wash, wash thoroughly, you know, not just a cursory splash under the tap. Really, really wash thoroughly. And, and that's the best advice, really. Yeah, um, it's a kind of keep calm and carry on thing. You're meant to wash your hands and sing happy birthday to yourself twice. Apparently so, yes, <laughs> which actually takes longer than you think. I tried it this morning. <laughs> so, uh, well, Redditch is obviously prepared, I think, for, for coronavirus. But, uh, um, yeah, use soap and water if you can't get your hands on some, some hand gel. Indeed. Moving on, trees. Trees are so important to the environment. And in Studley, just down the road, a mere four miles away, um, the Studley Improvement Project are giving away free fruit trees to all the residents of wow, the village. Wow, what a great idea. I think it's fantastic. Um, it, it's, it's being paid for just by bits of grant money that's been saved by one of the councillors, a councillor, uh, well, one of the former councillors, Councillor Hazel Wright. And she thought, what can I do with these pots of money? I know, we'll uh, we'll offer free fruit trees to the residents. I think that's a fabulous idea because, you know, trees are hugely important to the, to the health of the planet. Um, and who doesn't like fruit? Well, exactly. Uh, on offer, there's a Victoria plum. Wow, love plums. Uh, Cox's orange pippin. Indeed. And a conference pear. Very nice. I'd go for the plum myself. So, so would I. In fact, I've already put my name down for Have a plum because I live oh, in Studley. Excellent. And finally, um, we've got our Baby of the Year competition coming up. It starts on uh, Monday, Monday the 9th of March. And uh, our uh, photographer, Andrea Powell, who's loaded down with hand gels. I think the reason Redditch has got no hand gels <laughs> is because Andrea's got them all. And she's going to be uh, in, the, in the shopping centre, in the Kingfisher, at the foot of the escalators by Primark. And she'll be taking lots of pictures of bouncing babies to see... Who wins our Baby of the Year competition? So pop along and say hello to her. And, uh, well, you never know. You might be a winner. Sarah, thanks for coming in. I know you're short of time. I think, no I think we're, we've finished two minutes. You've got two minutes to get across to the Ecumenical Centre. Thanks once again to Claire as well for doing all our, uh, all our sound checks and, and the entertainments. My name's Ross Crawford. You've been listening to the Reddit Standard Podcast. You can contact me at ross.crawford at boulevardmedia.com or at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk. You can call me on 01527 588 697. And don't forget to check out all your news at www.redditchstandard.co.uk. Thanks for listening.